Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. It is the day after the night before and I'm your host Ross and with me is Dave. Hi, you alright? Yeah, good mate. How are you? You've had a fun weekend? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Another, yeah. another championship weekend uh, on the horizon for you? I, I already had it uh, penciled in on the, <laughs> the calendar. I knew we were getting it. So. The tough life of a Patriots fan. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Never book anything for championship weekend. <laughs> God, what a life. Must yeah. be hard. Uh, so yeah, we'll get on to the, the uh, divisional game roundups. We will answer a couple of your questions because we got the post out a little bit late this week um, before we look head towards Championship Weekend and then uh, then we'll be out of here. So Dave, let's start with the Saturday games. I missed all of these because I was at work and to be honest, apart from the Colts game, I wasn't particularly interested in both of these games. Either. Well, honestly, I was looking at every single game that happened and then yeah. they were all just a bit of a letdown really. It was, uh, <laughs> I mean... Like last night's game was probably the best one, wasn't it? The uh, yeah. Saints, Saints game, but but yeah, other than that, all eight games so far have been a bit disappointing. When we come into these playoffs, looking like they could be uh, some of the best like best playoff games we've ever had. Yeah, we're so open, and then we've ended up with one v two in both uh, both conferences. Yeah, the four highest scoring offenses make the championship weekend. What a surprise, eh? Yeah, it's, I think you uh, said last week defense wins the championships, but offense wins the Super Bowls. Yeah, it's. Yeah, but it was just yeah, a bit disappointing, really. I, mm. I was looking forward to all of these games, really. Even even all the Saturday ones. It was just yeah, just just sort of come and went. And if you'd missed them, I wouldn't worry too much about catching <laughs> up because yeah, they just weren't particularly interesting in the end. So the Colts Chiefs uh, that kicked us off. That was the one seed against the six seed. It was always going to be tough for the Colts on the road uh, in Arrowhead. It's a tough place to go. They didn't get going early on. The Chiefs just put them away quite easily. Really. It's, a shame to see at the end of the, the Andrew Luck season but if he's been this good coming back after the injury imagine what he's going to be like next year yeah I'm uh, very excited for next season for that mm. Colts team so as we know we've already got my campaign for uh, Luck winning MVP next year but well the South should I, be theirs next year shouldn't it you'd think so wouldn't you they're, they're, they're a better team than the Texans and yeah, they've the got Texans, so much money to spend the Texans had that good run at seemingly out of nowhere but like, yeah they've got so much money to spend they can go and get a superstar in off season yeah I, I think the really disappointing thing in this game was it was the offence that didn't turn up the yeah. defence actually played okay cause yeah they did I think I don't think the Chiefs played particularly great on offence and so I know, um, I know it looked quite comfortable but I don't think the Colts need to do that much on offence to really be in this game and yeah they're just couldn't get going all game and probably Luck's worst game well other than that Jacksonville game but mm. yeah it was just against a defence that you wouldn't have expected to be able to stop them but yeah they just couldn't get going at all I know they were down early it was uh, what was it about 21 to nothing before they scored their first yeah. touchdown but they, they didn't they didn't stick with their game plan that's got them here they didn't Marlon Mack only had 9 carries he averaged 5 yards a carry you've got to stick with that I know you're playing from behind but Keep the Chiefs off the field. They're not going to score every time. Just yeah. keep stick to your game plan. Don't let luck throw the ball forty times. It's, you've got to stick with what's got you there. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a weird game for the Colts because yeah, I thought maybe the defense might be the thing that let them down, but it wasn't. It was well. I, I guess the offense doesn't have that much, but we, you just expect with luck that it's just going to get going. But it does. You look beyond luck, Mac and Hilton. It's uh, just a. Uh, 
a murderer's row of who's who, really, isn't it? Like, Ebron's had a good season, but this is his first season he's performed. Dontrell Inman has been bounced around the league and not, not performed. Chester Rogers is a nice young piece, but he's not going to be a superstar. And, and then you've got, like, Mo Ali Cox and Zach Pascal and people like that. Who yeah. are these guys? Yeah, it's a lot of uh, a lot of players that you wouldn't expect to act to be maybe on rosters, but they're not going to be big uh, big pieces. And no, they're they're Luck's main weapons. But yeah, I think next year they're going to be really exciting. They need a number two receiver. Well, they need a number. They're in, they've got to be in the market for Antonio Brown, haven't they? Which seemingly has kept more steam that he's going to be off this week. Well, it seems it seems like it'd be a shock at this stage if he's still there. But yeah. Yeah, I think if the Colts got him, then yeah, that'd be massive for them. That'd be such a good move, and I don't know. The rest That's of the NFC should be worried, you, couldn't you? Well, you, you'd think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> so it's, I mean, obviously, the Texans have got some players there, but mm. you yeah, pair Hilton they, with Brown on the outside. Oh my goodness! Plus, spend all that extra cash you'd have as well. Just, yeah. That's probably so like ninety million to spend or something. <laughs> so go and get all the best defensive players available as well. Yeah, it's yeah. There's so, there's a lot to be sort of hopeful about as a Colts fan, but yeah, mm. just a disappointing end to this season. Yeah, we we like the Colts on this on this podcast. The Chiefs, however, they just roll on, did the job. Uh, Damian Williams, 25 carries, 130 yards, has taken up the role from Kareem Hunt as if he's wasn't a, a, a drop off in talent. He's just as good as ever. Travis Kelsey, another 100 yard game. Um, didn't need Tyreek Hill to go off or anyone like that. They just got good performances all around, didn't they? Yeah, it was just a good, solid performance, and yeah. like maybe, maybe if they needed to, they would have done more. But yeah, they they didn't exactly sort of light up the Chiefs, but yeah, just a nice, comfortable win, just as easy a win as you could hope for in uh, the divisional round, really. Yeah, especially coming off the bye, you always a bit worried that you might be a bit rusty, and they 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 just put the Colts to bed early and handle their business, and it's, it makes for an interesting, very interesting AFC playoff championship game. Yeah, let's go so, to New England and. Chargers now sticking the AFC. That game, the Chargers didn't show up, did they? The, the, the Patriots did exactly what they needed to do, and vintage Brady first half. Yeah, I think it was easily the best Patriots performance of the season. Yeah, uh, on both sides of the ball, I thought we just we just run the ball at will. We uh, yeah, Brady looked a lot better, and say so just sort of earlier in the day yesterday, um, rap sheet tweeted about. Um, Brady being sort of as healthy as he's been all season. He showed. Uh, yeah, after getting over a knee injury. So I, I think if you accept that he had, did have a knee injury, it'd make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? It's um... Yeah, he's been quite statuesque in that pocket. And with a knee injury, you can't move around. You can't run around. You've got to stand there and get out, get rid of it. Yeah, and, that, and that's part of him. Like He's not the most athletic quarterback, but in the pocket, he's incredible at avoiding pressure. And he just hasn't been able to do that. And... Mm. It, yeah, it makes so much sense that he's being injured, and I thought Edelman was the best he's been in probably a couple of years now. Yeah, it, he, you haven't got playoff Danny Amendola anymore, but you've got playoff Julian Edelman, and nine catches for 151 yards. He looked great some, every time he got the ball. Yeah, and some of them catches were unbelievable. There was one when he got absolutely destroyed by two defenders, and some I held onto the ball, and yeah, there was one. I, I think, think it was in the third quarter. It was the most perfect pass from Brady I have ever seen from any quarterback it, there was literally Edelman was the only person that could have caught that ball it was between two defenders he was reaching out and just landed perfect in his gloves and he got another five yards after the catch it was just it, it was a thing of beauty it really was yeah so all the talk coming in was about that 
um, Chargers defense from last week, but I think we said last week on the podcast that really wasn't going to play into it because it wasn't going to be the same game. They weren't going to be able to just stop the run and no, sort of not worry about the pass like they did in that game. But yeah. so Michelle had a game didn't he as well? One hundred and thirty uh, yards, twenty four carries, three yeah, touchdowns. I think he almost had an even better game than that. Weirdly, I don't think the sort of one hundred and twenty five yards or whatever it was was. Uh, Sort of did him justice because it felt like every time he got the ball, he was just going for 10, 15 yards. Yeah. It was, there were some hard that, yards there as well. Yeah, and say so Gronkowski didn't do much in the passing game, but it felt like every time there was a run, he was the one out there blocking for the running back. He, was, he had one of the best games ever for a one catch or whatever he had. Yeah, one catch <laughs> was, for 25 yards on one target. He he knew what his role was today, didn't he? And he yeah, did it expertly. And, yeah, he was so, so he, might not, he might not be able to move much anymore, but uh, yeah, he can certainly block still. James White, 15 receptions. <laughs> yes. It's... Our friend Touchdown Tips tweeted before the game, get on James White for over four and a half receptions. That was gone within the first quarter, I think. Probably within the first drive, I think. I think it was the first drive, yeah. He was done yeah. immediately. He had five catches, I think. Always nice to get them out of the way, then wins. And... <laughs> but I think I think the Patriots can win a Super Bowl by just throwing the ball to James White and Julian Edelman, basically. I don't think yeah. doing that, Michelle having a few runs, I think that's enough if the defence can play as good as they did against that team yesterday because I mean the, the Chargers I've said all season that I don't quite buy them but mm. they are a good team and yeah, they've yeah. got a good quarterback and yeah I felt again that was the best performance we've had all season I was so happy with it I think the most underrated player on this team he is quite a big name but Stefan Gilmore he doesn't ever yes. really get mentioned in that top echelon of cornerbacks but he was superb again yesterday yeah it's weird because so he made All-Pro, didn't he? First team All-Pro this year. But yeah, he is almost under the radar. Like I think a lot of people with their maker list wouldn't necessarily have him right at that top. But yeah, yeah he was fantastic. I think he had a blown play, like blown coverage like, on the first uh, touchdown. Yeah. And then from then on, he was just unbelievable. Just every ball that come near him, he stopped. Or yeah, He just looked so good. They put together a really nice backfield here. That JC Jackson as well, I really like him. He's, uh, he's yeah. going to be a really good player. Yeah, it's, it's just that Patriots second, uh, like cornerback, isn't he? That just does a bit of everything. He's yeah. uh, we seem to we seem to always have one, whether it's um, Butler a few years ago and some of the other players there. They're putting together like, a really good defense, like almost like say kind of under the radar. The, the linebacker that you drafted that's gone down with the injury earlier in the season, he looked superb as well. Like, mix that in yeah. with Courtney Boys and Donta Hightower is still an underrated superstar as well. Trey Flowers, you've, you've got players there. Yeah, I think there's a lot of playmakers, isn't there? And yeah. as we said last week, that you don't necessarily need to be a great defense. You just need players that can make a difference and make a... Yeah, and yeah, I think this defense does at the moment. And yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, it's going to be good. One. We'll preview that coming up. Um, the Cowboys travelled to Los Angeles and they gave the Rams a game. It was close, um, but the Rams come out with the win in the end. Two running backs, both going over 100 yards, is the way the Rams play football. C.J. Anderson, 23 carries. He carried the load for them more than Todd Gurley in this one yeah it's um it's weird that neither the Panthers or the uh, Raiders could find a spot for <laughs> for Anderson but now he's on a team going to the championship game and playing a massive role for that team it's, well you can uh, understand the Panthers moving on they've got McCaffrey but the Raiders what were you doing yeah I mean I still think the Panthers if they had used sort of well like the, like the uh, Rams are doing here yeah. just two running backs two running backs and let Cam run it now and again and mm. throw it when it needs to. That'd be a much better offence than what they've got. But 
Yeah, they didn't seem to ever use him, and yeah, now he's been he did, it, another one, a bit like with Sam and Michelle. He like every time he got the ball, he looked like he was going for ten yards. Yeah, he just just seemed to just run through at will, and yeah, yeah it was five point three yards a carry. Todd Gurley averaged seven yards a carry. The three touchdowns between them. It's a it's a team that hides their quarterback. I've never been on this Jared Goff train that he's a, a good player. I don't think he is good enough. I can't believe he's in the championship game, and they've got their. I think despite of him. I don't know. I, I think I think I like Goff a bit more than you, but yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think he's uh, yeah, I don't think he's like a superstar, but I think he's a, a good, solid quarterback. Sort he of. works really well in that system. I'll give him that. He follows yeah. everything that McVay says, and when you've got players running wide open because of the schemes, then it, it it's hard to not look like a, a good quarterback. But I don't know. This is a team that's if you can shut this run down, you can beat this team. Oh yeah, I think. I think that's how um, teams will be approaching it in the world. These last one or two games, depending on how it goes, they'll be trying to make sure it's in Goff's hands. But I think when you've got players like Woods and Cooks that can catch anything that comes towards them, then mm. I don't know, you've always got a chance, haven't you? Even if that's the case. But yeah, I, I, they're 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 a bit of a flawed team. But yeah, they've got so many good players. I think this Rams team, like. On yeah. defense, like they don't necessarily perform that well, but they've got so many players that can, well, like some of the Patriots make plays and cause turnovers, and I think, mm. I think that's all they need. Yeah, they've got they've got superstar names, but they they haven't played like at points this season. But they, they did their job this week. They the Cowboys got a taste of their own medicine, frankly. Twenty carries for Ezekiel Elliott, forty-seven yards. They did exact the Rams did to them what they did to us the week before. Well, I think it was, I'm not even sure it was half-time and uh, they were saying it was like the most yards the Cowboys have given up all season on the oh. ground. So, yeah, they just, it probably wasn't necessarily expected to be quite that uh, easy for them, but you know, sort of almost 40 carries between the two running backs is, you know, sort of shows how that game was going for them. And Yeah, yeah they just stopped them at every turn, didn't they, really? Yeah. Like, to get 22 was, points is a good performance from the Cowboys. Yeah, they. it, it was a weird game because... Like, I know it was an eight-point game in the end, but it always felt like the Rams from like the second quarter onwards were just in control. I think yeah. after that first drive, the Cowboys just never really looked well, like they had the week before, where they looked like really impressive they, mm. against uh, the Seahawks. They just never really got going. Like Elliot just couldn't couldn't do what they needed him to do. And I think if he can't get going, then Dak is. <laughs> I, I find it really hard to judge where Prescott is within the league and kind of the rankings of quarterbacks because he can do some things that are absolutely superstar level but he also makes some really baffling decisions sometimes yeah I I think he is sort of in that area with like your Derek Carrs and Andy mm. Daltons and I don't know maybe even Carson Wentz but I'm sure mm. we'll get to that in a bit but them sort of players who I don't know if everything's right around them they can probably win you a Super Bowl but they're not going to do it on their own, are they? I don't think. And no. Maybe it can make the odd play, but I don't think it's going to be something you can rely on week to week. No, yeah, I think there's probably the, the mid, yeah, right in the middle of the pack, kind of upper upper levels of the mid pack, probably is the way yeah. it should be. It's it probably a little higher. Like, I think he can perform better, but I don't think he's necessarily. It's not something, as I say, not something you can bank on. and No. You can't plan around that. No, you definitely can't. Um, one thing you can't. Bank on is uh, Nick Foles being a superstar all the time. Uh, he, he had a Nick Foles game, 201 yards, one touchdown and two interceptions. Uh, a killer interception in, towards the end of the game as well, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it, oh, I think that's, it wasn't really his fault though. That was it. It was straight yeah. in Jeff right at Jeffrey's hands, and yeah. I, I, I don't think I've seen Jeffrey drop a pass like that in his whole career. And yeah, bad time to start because I don't know that'd have been a that'd been a very Nick Foles ending, wouldn't it? If he had managed <laughs> to take up the field and win that one, but oh, I don't know that start. After the first quarter, it's like, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is it. Because I think the Saints, all the other three teams on by come out come out firing, didn't they? But uh, yeah, the Saints seemed to be a bit rusty. They didn't they? Yeah. But once they got going, they uh, yeah, looked a lot, lot better. That's Drew, just... Drew Brees' second pick of the season, I think, isn't it? Or at home. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a really good... There was a couple of interceptions in this game that were... Amazing plays from the uh, from the cornerbacks. First play of the game, wasn't it as well? Yeah, first play. Yeah, like, and then they go straight down the upper end and score. And you're thinking, oh, here we go. This is uh, the Eagles are back again. But yeah, just couldn't get it done. But say, so it looked like it went sit down six. Like got the ball with like about three minutes left. It was almost a perfect setup, wasn't it? And then yeah, then they throw the interception. It's like oh, okay. Yeah. The uh, the, the final drive from. The Saints was a thing of beauty. It was 11 and a half minutes off the clock, 92-yard drive that it just killed the Eagles. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, it was a, a good, once they got going, it was a good performance, wasn't it, from the Saints? And yeah. It was... Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a weird game because I felt myself rooting for the Eagles. I don't really know why, but yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, shame the way it ended more than anything. But uh, It would have been nice if... Uh, one of the teams that sort of scored to win it because it was the closest we had to an entertaining game. Yeah, I think it was probably the best game of the weekend. Like I say, it was it was a slightly disappointing weekend. Like I expected more from the Chargers more than anything. I think this weekend they they, they scored twenty eight, but a lot of those were garbage time when the patch were already up like yes. thirty five to seven was it at one point? Yeah, the, the final score made it look a lot closer than it actually was because yeah. Yeah, it was the the Patriots basically shut down their offense in the second half and just yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah, half time. The game was well and truly over, wasn't it? Yes, definitely. Uh, that's the uh, divisional games wrapped up. Let's move on to your questions. We got just a couple of questions. One from my friend Dave, friend of the show. Um, you'll enjoy this one. How do you stop the Patriots? They can either run it or throw it. Um, they've got so many options available. Just how do you stop them? How can the Chiefs stop them? If if you think they can, I mean, if everyone's healthy or as healthy as they're going to be, which yeah. it seemed like they were on Sunday, then I'm not sure you really can stop the offense. But I think the defense is still vulnerable, and like, I'm not. I'm. I felt really confident going into this Chargers game. I, think I said so last week that I was really confident. Where this Chiefs one, don't get it wrong, I still sort of hope and hope we could win and think we probably will. But yeah. Yeah, I I don't think it's anywhere I'm anywhere near as confident as I was going to Sunday's game because yeah, I think the Chiefs can just outscore anyone and Yes. Yeah, this defence isn't it played well on Sunday, but I still don't quite trust trust it, especially if the Chiefs can get a run game going. I think that was the biggest surprise to me, that the Chargers couldn't get anything going on the ground. Mm. But Yeah, think, Melvin Gordon looked I don't know, he didn't look himself. He's had a kind of odd second half of the season, hasn't he? Injuries, yeah, and lack of performances. Yeah, I don't think he was healthy, was he? And yeah, I don't. I don't think they trust Eckler. I think he's a good player, but I don't think they trust him to really hand the ball off to no, and really get it done. I think he's 
their nice change of pace, but yeah, I don't think he's somebody they really trust to rely on. Yeah, he's played his best when Gordon's been at his best as well, and he can come in and yeah. shadow him for a bit. Yeah, it was. Uh, that, I think that's going to be the thing. I think a lot of it's going to be come come down to if the Chiefs get a run game going, then I think they might be favourites to win the game. If they don't, then I think I think that the Patriots can do enough to slow down Mahomes and yeah. That offense, yeah, I think a lot comes down to that. If the if the Chiefs get going on the ground, then yeah, I think we're in for a tough, tough day. <laughs> well, we'll talk more more about that game in a minute. Um, our only other questions we came from uh, at Wood Ten on Twitter. Who do you think the Steelers take with the number one pick in the twenty twenty draft? Well, at this rate, they might actually have it. They might not actually have any players to uh, to use next season, but. Yeah. No, I've, I've looked ahead to the 2020 draft. I've got some players for you. If you <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> well, I don't believe in Mason Rudolph. I don't think they really believe that he's the man to take over from uh, Big Ben. So I'm going to throw out a couple of names. Jason, J- uh, Justin Herbert, who's the Oregon quarterback. He um, he's, he could he was considered the top quarterback in this year's draft, but he went back to school uh, for another year. So he could be a name to look out for. Jake Fromm, uh, the Georgia quarterback. I'm not really up on uh, college games, but I've been reading this off a website. <laughs> he has, he was a rookie uh, for the S- SEC champion Georgia team, so he's done a really good year. Um, he's, he's the favourite to be the number one pick, so those two line up nicely. But also a guy whose name I'm going to struggle with, his name is Tua Tagovailoa. He's a quarterback from Alabama. Just go with, just go with Tua, I reckon. Yeah, Tua. He's, he's the guy. <laughs> um, he has had comparisons to Russell Wilson. He's got a big arm and he can scramble, so... They might go that way. But if they want to look for a wide receiver, Jerry Judry, who's the Alabama wide receiver, um, he's the best receiver in that draft. There you go. Some names for you. Yeah, I think next year's the year for quarterbacks. There's a few coming out. There's quite They're a lot around. coming back. There's a lot of... The 2020 draft looks very, very deep. Yeah, whether not 19 doesn't look so good if you're after a quarterback, where 20, uh, 2020 is, is the one, I think. Yeah, there's uh, five or six, actually projected to go in the first six picks so yeah one offensive tackle and the rest of the quarterbacks who projected to go that early so I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if Trevor Lawrence from uh, Clemson can come out next year I'm not sure when he's eligible for the draft but yeah he'll be the number one pick almost guaranteed whenever he does come out yeah he's amazing we might have to suffer another year of Eli then probably (laughs) yeah yeah I think (laughs) just another year probably another decade the way this Giants team goes I'm all for it. I like Elon, man. <laughs> that, that pass up on some amazing prospect just to sort of draft a pass rusher or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, then. Or another <laughs> wide receiver. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's some names for you for the 2020 draft, but thank you for the couple of questions. We will try to get out. We only decided last night that we're going to podcast today, so it's kind of our fault, but thank you for that and thank you for your questions all season long. People have asked them. Championship weekend, Dave. Yeah, the big one. You nervous? Um, do you get nervous as a Patriots fan? <laughs> I sort of do, but at the same time, like, and I know this sounds really like this sounds really shitty, but <laughs> anything I feel like anything we get now is almost a bonus yeah, because it's written off all season. That's a terrible. Yeah, thing. and just just because like Brady, Belichick, they've achieved so much already that yeah, I feel like yeah, anything we get now, I just feel happy we've got anything else. If we can get another Super Bowl appearance, then that'd be amazing because yeah. Probably even three, four, five years ago, mm. I thought that, that I thought that was maybe it. That maybe we'll never see Brady in a Super Bowl again. And yeah, no, he's won two since then. Yeah, so 
So, so yeah, I can't. Um, yeah, anything we get is a bonus, and I yeah. mean, it obviously, it's so much better Super Bowl week when your team's involved. So, I want, just from that side of things, I'd quite like the page. Well, obviously, I'd like the Patriots, but you know what I mean. I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I, I don't know if I get nervous, but I, I remember the Falcons Super Bowl. Yeah. That was that was probably the most nervous I've been for a Patriots uh, Patriots game. Really, not sure why that one, but. Yeah, I was uh, yeah, I was really nervous that day. That's a weird one to be nervous about. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, just we were, I was watching it up in London, and yeah, when we got some food before, I was uh, yeah, I was really nervy then. But they had a big offense that year, didn't they? I suppose that was yeah, yeah, at his peak year. Yeah, I don't know if it's that I thought they might win it or what. Yeah, just that that year was yeah, that was the, that was the one for some reason. Yeah, oh, we've had one question in right now as we're recording. That's good timing. Most well done, Joe at JCO one eight seven. With the way running backs are used now, how dominant would Reggie Bush be if he was playing at his peak? I don't know actually because he's a weird running back, isn't he? Um... He was the kind of. Christian McCaffrey of his day, wasn't he? I was a big fan yeah. of Reggie Bush in this, this that Saints team. Yeah, I think I think it would really depend on where he ended up, wouldn't it? Because mm. I mean, obviously it depends on the offense he was in. But yeah, he could. This could have been his era, couldn't it? This could have been. I mean, he was quite good anyway, wasn't he? He didn't have a terrible career. No, he had but... a pretty good start to a year. It, it dropped off, and he was obviously yeah. a Heisman Trophy winner. Did he have to hand it back? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, all <laughs> part of that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think. I don't really necessarily have a much better career. Maybe, maybe it'd have gone on a little longer. But yeah, he burned very brightly, very quickly, and then he did just yeah. kind of drift off. And didn't he have a, his last season was appalling, wasn't it? Wasn't it the Lions? Yeah. And he had like didn't one of the worst seasons in history. Did he end up with like negative yards or something silly or something? Oh, yeah, the, uh, Buffalo, thirteen games, uh, minus three yards. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh... and still scored a touchdown that year. <laughs> what? <impressive. laughs> Yeah, so his years in um, when he was in uh, New Orleans were his kind of his peak. Yeah, you know, and he was he was a big part of that Super Bowl win there, wasn't he? And mm, yeah, massive. Yeah, it's oh, I don't know actually. I, yeah, he's a he's a weird one. He is definitely one that you could sort of make a case that he would probably have been better if he was just born a few years later. Yeah, if he was in the league now, I think he would have had, he would have had kind of a, a longer career. Someone like Carl Shanahan would have got the best out of him. Yeah, uh, all offences are trying to find that running back now, really, aren't they? Or yeah, because he had two one thousand yards on the ground seasons and a couple of seven hundred, eight hundred yard uh, receiving seasons as well. That's it. Because although he was a great pass catcher, he was actually a good runner as well. So yeah, yeah, he's just a good all round back, wasn't he? But yeah, with it moving even more towards the passing game, then yeah, I think yeah, I think he might have had a slightly better career, but yeah, I think he still had a good career anyway, didn't he? Or yeah. He's actually good pretty good in the studio now as well. I don't know if anyone saw yeah. Mohamed Sanu yesterday. Good lord, that man is dull. Well, they said he arrived on a flight not long before and had only sleep. So uh, I, right, hope, I hope that, I hope that's why. But yeah, yeah if, if it wasn't that, then yeah, that was a struggle, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he made Sean Gale look in, in, entertaining and interesting yeah. yesterday. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they're not the, they're not the best bunch on Sky, are they? <laughs> no. When I mean, Reynolds is the most entertaining man in the room, just struggling. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't mind uh, Reynolds as um, a, as a, a presenter now. I think he's got much better, hasn't he? Yeah, he's. A, I think he's a lot better as a presenter than he ever was as a pundit. But God, yeah, it's a struggle. I mean, when um, Rob Ryan was in, he was always all right. But yeah, I don't mind but, Rob Ryan. I don't mind. Um, I can't remember his name now. Jeff. 
Ryan Bold. Yeah, him. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Jeff, so I wouldn't say. I just don't understand why he's on there. He's like special teams coach for some random Canadian, <laughs> Canadian team or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's sort of some expert. It's because he knows how to think... work the video wall. That's why. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Sky on their coverage for any American sports love an American accent, don't they? A guy who's because... loud and uh, vivacious. Yeah. Let's get him. On. Yeah. Yeah. They're... Yeah. I'm not not the biggest fan of Sky's coverage. I do miss Red Zone a little. They're, ne- they're but, never going to replace Kevin Cade, unfortunately. He's a no. massive loss. And we spoke to him on the pedestrian podcast a few years ago, and he was just a, a great presenter. And he, you could tell he actually loved the game and was a great, did a great job all round. Yeah, I feel like every time I went to any like NFL UK event or anything like that, he always seemed to be there. Yeah. Even after he had finished working with Sky, mm. he still seemed to be there at all these things. And yeah, he seemed to just love the game, didn't he? And yeah, yeah, it was a big loss for that. Big loss, definitely. But yeah, let's get on to. Championship weekend then. We're starting the first game of the weekend is the Rams at the Saints. These two teams met back in November with the Saints handing the Rams their first loss of the year actually. 45-35 in the Superdome. That's where the game is taking place again. Are the Rams going to put to bed those kind of nightmares they had or I What's going to happen Dave? I I think I've said it all season I don't totally trust the Saints team. (laughs) And I have got a feeling that... I mean, if they played the same sort of game they played against the Eagles, yeah. the, the Rams would have put them away by half-time. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going for the, the upset. I, I assume uh, the Saints are the favourites here, but yeah, I think I, I think I really fancy a Rams win here. Oh, OK. I, re- I read something, or I can't remember if someone said it to me, I can't remember, but... Um, Saying that, like it looks almost like the Rams sort of held back on that the second, sort of that last bit of the season. You right. know, like we say about the Patriots where they're just running the most sort of vanilla offense and yeah. just doing stuff they were never planning to actually use come playoff time. And I don't know, it sort of looked a bit like that. I think on Sun on was it Saturday they're going lose track, but Saturday, yeah. the weekend, yeah, <laughs> it sort of looked a bit like that. They sort of held back plays and mm. it looked a very different team to what we had seen over the last sort of third to a quarter of the season. And yeah. Yeah, I don't trust the Saints team. Obviously, it's early in the week. The opening lines are the Ram, uh, are the Saints are favourites by three and a half. So a tiny, the tiniest possible um, advantage you can get at home, given the the three point home advantage you can't start with. Yeah, point five percent more. Yeah, I, I think it's a tough one, but yeah, I think I just trust the Rams more, even even though there's stuff about them that, I mean, obviously isn't great, like Goff. Mm. And some of the defensive players like Peters and yeah, when I think when Talib was on the field, they looked so much better. And yeah. when he when he was off it, they looked like they're very vulnerable. And this game yeah, back think, in week nine or ten was the Michael Thomas um, schooling Marcus Peters game. Thomas finished with twelve catches for two hundred and eleven yards. Yeah, I mean, it, say it wouldn't shock me if he had another similar sort of game to that. Yeah, at the weekend, but I think. I think you can just sort of expect that, and I mean, it didn't do him that. that he, he had a similar sort of game to that um, last mm. night, and I mean, they didn't do that much with it, did they? From there, so yeah, I, these hopefully should be two really good games. But yeah, I sort of fancy the Rams here. I think they both will be. I can't. I can't see a way that these two games disappoint, unless some unless the teams don't turn up. That's it, isn't it? If yeah, if someone bottles it, it on the big stage. Because all of these teams have got the power if the other team's off for a quarter or a half to just run up the score and 
sort of yeah. end the game quickly, haven't they? So all four teams have got a high-powered offense with a very solid defense. Yeah. Who would you pick as the strongest defense of all four teams remaining? I think I'm leaning towards the Saints. All of it. Although they've lost yeah. their rankings now for the. Yeah, that, that's a massive loss for them. Um, yeah, maybe the Saints. I think. I think all of them are sort of similar that they don't necessarily like. They're going to give up a few points, but mm. I think all of the defenses can make plays. I think they're all similar sort of makeup. Yeah. In different are, sort yeah. of different. Yeah, in different ways with how they do that, but yeah. I, I think it's a really tough question actually I don't know I don't know who I'll go for <laughs> them, if you ask me to pick one I think they are kind of all, all much of a muchness I think the Saints have maybe just got a slight bit more but then the loss of rankings it, it kind of brings them back to the pack so yeah it's which quarterbacks take over really yeah and I'm it's... always going to favour Drew Brees in a contest against Jared Goff <laughs> especially in the Superdome but I don't know I've got, I've got to go Saints in this you going Rams yeah yeah, I think I'm going Rams. Oh, sorry, don't, don't get me wrong, I don't feel sort of like amazingly strongly about it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I sort of fancy the Rams. But I, I felt like the Rams were the better team when these two met the first time around. Not between that game, but when yeah. before we were previewing that game, I felt like the Rams were a better team. And mm. not tons changed for me since then. And I think sort of obviously being in New Orleans sort of obviously favours the uh, the Saints a lot. But yeah. Yeah, I think I think the Rams can beat them. It should be a great game. It's a great way to kick off Championship Weekend. But the game I'm looking forward to more is the Patriots uh, travelling to Kansas City. This should be fantastic. The two teams met back in oh, was it quite early in the season, wasn't it? Yeah, about week six or seven, maybe. Might have, might have been before that now. Yeah, um, early in the season though. Patriots put the Chiefs to bed. This was when. Uh, the Chiefs were strolling when they were 4-0, 5-0, something like that, going to the game. Yeah. And the Patriots beat them 40, I want to say 43-40, I think. Yeah, I think it was 43-40, but I, I feel like that was, I feel like the game, they scored like a late touchdown, didn't they, to make it look a little closer or yes. something along those sort of lines. I feel yeah. like it was, I feel like it was probably put away before that, but yeah, sort of thinking back. But I think this is almost like the perfect thing for the NFL, isn't it? What they would want, like mm. Tom Brady, the... The old quarterback versus yeah. like the new sort of the, MVP, the new superstar. The yeah, yeah. This, this is, is exactly what they want. <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh, there's there's so much about this game that could be great, and I don't know. Maybe I'll be crying after. I don't know, but <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, there's so much to look forward to in this game. Yeah, I think this is gonna. This this cannot fail to live up to expectations. I don't think the one of two teams met before. Yeah, forty three forty. Um, Brady had a bit of a nightmare in that game as well. He, he had two fumbles. Uh, he lost one of them. It was a really weird game. Gronk had three catches for 97 yards. Sony, Sony Michelle had 24 carries for 106 yards. That's a good sign that Michelle has proven before that he can run on this team. James White only had six carries and only had five catches. But those five catches, he turned into 60 yards. So what's worked in the last couple of weeks has obviously worked against the Chiefs before. So yeah, the game I, I think... there. I think I think it'll be the same sort of thing, except I think there'll probably be a little more James White in there because yeah. it felt like over the second half of the season they almost went away from White for some reason. He was so good over mm. the first half, but the only thing I can think is if they were just almost saving him up yeah. for the postseason because he is so important and because like Burkhead, yeah, he played the last, last three games, didn't he? Basically, yeah. The last third of the season, Burkhead got a lot of work and on yesterday's game. Today? 
He did because he scored a touchdown. I know oh, that, yeah. but I don't think he touched the ball too many other times. And I think that's what the Patriots need to do. I think Burkhead's it's fine. He's a really good backup, but yeah, yeah, leave it to Michelle and White. On leave it to them two. And uh, Burkhead had four carries yesterday, twelve yards, and one reception for seven. Yeah, and I think that's fine. Yeah. That's where over the second half of the season he was almost he was almost a lead back at times. He was the last two weeks. He had all the touches. Yeah, so hopefully that just meant that they were just letting uh, Michelle White get healthy for this playoff run mm. because I think that's where the Patriots are at their best when it's them two, Edelman, Gronk if we need him. I still think there's a game in there from Gronk because that one catch he did have was just like vintage Gronkowski. He uh, caught the ball, shook off like three defenders. <laughs> it was, yeah, he just running through him. So he's still got it in there, I think, if he, if we need him to. And I just don't think... I feel like if we, if they if it was a close game, then they'd have made him do a bit more on Sunday. But there's just no need to. So yeah, it, yeah. I, 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 I'm talking myself into this Super Bowl. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you go into this with the worst record of all four teams, but I think you you cannot discount experience in playoffs. And as shown this previous week, the the Patriots just looked the better team against the Chargers. The Chargers looked nervous. Brady didn't look nervous. He looked like he was fully in control of the situation. And Mahomes is going to be so excited and so kind of up for this and buzzing that a few things go against him, it could the whole game could crumble around him. Whereas that's and, not going to happen to Brady. No. And I don't think Mahomes had his best game on Saturday. I don't no. think he was... Well, he didn't throw a passing touchdown, did he? I don't think. Um, let me just quickly check the... St- I don't think he threw one. Uh, no, he didn't. I'd say like maybe maybe part of that was because of how the game went and they were up early and he didn't need to. But he still threw think... forty-one times for only two hundred and seventy oh, really? yards. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't feel like he. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't one of his best performances of the season. But he wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he was bad, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that electric player that we've seen. And the week before, all the first timers lost, didn't they? And yeah. I think, as you say, it does matter, experience, and this will be the biggest game of his career by a long, long way. And oh, yeah, huge. We've seen it time and time again where players do freeze a little when it comes to these spots. And yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe it'll be a bit like the uh, Broncos-Panthers Super Bowl mm. where Cam Newton come into it as MVP and all that, and then Peyton Manning and his uh, Broncos just... School just took it away from them, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to call that because, you know, just <laughs> jinxing it, isn't it? But <laughs> it feels like that could happen, doesn't it? I don't think that's out of the question, that that could be what happens here. And I mean, I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels wrong for me as a, Patri- as a, a Seahawks fan to, to say I want the Patriots to win, but I kind of do. Like, I think, I think they're the better team. I just think they're the better team in this game. The Chiefs have got... Arguably a better offence and more... They've certainly got more explosive offence, which is what the league wants everyone to watch. But I, Brady's... He is the GOAT. And one more ring would just... That, that would surely end all arguments about who was the greatest ever. Surely. Well, I think... I think the AFC Championship run is as impressive as anything out there. Yeah. Well, is this... I can't even think how he's played it now. This is... But it's an unbelievable amount of games. And it feels like they've been in every championship game for about the last 10 years. He's they? got 28 playoff wins. Is that right? Or divisional round wins? Yeah. It must be something like that. Yeah, 28 playoff wins. Yeah, 
Which is more the than last, like twelve franchises combined have got just playoff wins. The last time it wasn't in the championship game was two thousand and ten. <laughs> but that is It's twenty nineteen, Dave. Yeah, that is um well that's unbelievable, isn't it? That's I think that's even more impressive than the Super Bowls almost. It uh, was finished five years ago, apparently. Yeah, and because <laughs> like, after his, in, his interview after the game where he said oh no one believes and that's all that stuff yeah. and then I saw people sort of going oh what are you talking about blah blah I mean all season all I've heard is how the Patriots are finished and yeah. Brady, Brady's probably going to retire and all this stuff so I think people don't didn't believe in the Patriots and genuinely did um, think that the, they were done and I mean there was a lot of talk about how the Chargers were going to come in and mm. Just sort of win it easy, wasn't there? And there's was obviously because whenever you have a win, all the things that all these uh, TV people have um, said all through the playoffs, all that have come up, don't they? And where people have said they'd take every other quarterback over Brady in the playoffs or something along those sort of lines. And, and good old Steve and I had Brady ranked as like the sixth or fifth <laughs> quarterback in, in AFC or something like that. I don't know. Imagine but, having that opinion. Imagine yeah, that opinion. <laughs> And yeah, like so, I get why people would be maybe down on him compared to some of like some of the others. But I mean, he's still Tom Brady, and yeah, uh, yeah, we've seen it too many times before to just assume that it's over and too late. And exactly yeah. until I see it on the big stage, until I see Brady, like he has slightly regressed this year, but slightly regressing from the greatest highest peak of all time is is a uh, just pulls him back towards the pack a little bit. So. Yeah, I, I hope this, the Patriots' regression, which has been this season, is always a AFC Championship game. <laughs> yeah, that's and the two seed. Yeah, it's, God, I hate yeah. the Patriots. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> so yeah, that's the regression for the Patriots. Another Championship weekend for them. Um, what should be a really, really fantastic game. It kicks off at eleven forty p.m. Uh, Sunday night. So get some sleep in early. I think. Yeah, I always prefer it when we're the early game. Yeah, yeah, gets out of the way, and then <laughs> if the other one, the second one. Yeah, and then if I'm a bit tired, I can just sort of, I don't know, record it and watch it in the morning <laughs> or something. Where now I have to stay up. That's, yeah, you do. Yeah, and then you stay up and you lose, and it's like, oh god, this is this was a terrible idea. Why did I do this? <laughs> well, the two yeah. championship games I've stayed up to watch for the Seahawks have been quite entertaining. the The Forty Niners one was pretty good, and then that Packers one was unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, they've been all right. Yeah, they've been pretty good when he got to there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. That's the, the the podcast done. One of our shorter ones, actually. Well, we had yeah. forty four minutes. So um, it's hard when there's no games to preview, really, is there? Oh, hang on, we got a little bit of news, haven't we? Some coaches have been hired. Oh yeah, there's a yeah. Since last week, what four more coaches have hired or five? Yeah, let's just let's just bring those up quickly. Um, so let's start. I want to start with the Jets. Actually, they've hired Adam Gase. I don't. This? I don't know really because I mean, if you go back three years, Gase was or two years, whenever he went to the Dolphins, he was. Pro- I think he was like the number one candidate. I yeah. think he was one that basically every team wanted, and then the Dolphins managed to get him. And he was the I guy mean, who got those numbers out of Peyton Manning, wasn't he? Even when Manning yeah. lost his legs, almost. So I don't know. Do you? I mean, I don't. Can think you hold the Dolphins' great. reign against him? I don't know because I think. You can sort of see it from both sides that, I mean, they're at the bottom of like basically every, in the bottom 10 of sort of every stat, yeah. basically, like on both sides of the ball. But, I mean, they've made the playoffs and almost made the playoffs 
in like his three years there, I think. With all Matt of them. Moore and Jay Cutler. Yeah, it's... <sighs> I love Jay Cutler, don't get me wrong, but the Matt Moore year was odd. I mean, Tannehill yeah. has never really performed under him, but that's... I don't know. Tannehill's going to have a really weird market in free agency, I think, isn't he? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. I think... I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a, a definite failure or anything, or destined to be, but... At the same time, it doesn't feel like the most exciting hire, but it feels like one that could end up actually being a good hire. I think it's a good uh, yeah. hire for Sam Darnold, definitely. Yeah, hopefully, uh, well, it's not hopefully, I hope the Jets are rubbish forever, but uh, <laughs> yeah, from sort of from a Jets point of view, then you'd hope that that's what he's there for, to sort of really develop Darnold and get the best out of him, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's not a flash, but I think it could turn out to be a really good one. Um the Broncos have hired Vic Fangio, who's been the, the Bears' defensive coordinator for a few years after being the Niners' defensive coordinator before that and had really good defences. It's all, Everyone else has hired offensive minds. Not old um, not old John. He's gone the other way and gone defence first, which makes sense, I suppose. You've got yeah. a good defence there. I don't mind when everyone else is doing one thing. I don't mind it when teams do the opposite. Yeah, is it I think, else is again, it makes sense. Yeah, I think that's what sort of Belichick's made a career of doing, hasn't he? And, yeah. Worked out right for him. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's done all right. But say so I I really like the setup when a team has like a head coach that's maybe defensive, and then has a really good coordinator on the other side of the ball who is almost like yeah. the offensive head coach. So when they were saying that Kubiak was going to get that job, mm. I thought that was going to be brilliant. But I I don't know who the coordinator is going to be there. Have they hired someone now? It does I don't... seem like Kubiak is going to be the man. Oh, they, they've gone back to this. Seems like it could be back on, does it? Because I thought uh, the Broncos are expected to name Gary Kubiak as a, as an offensive coordinator. That was reported uh, yesterday, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, so going back. Oh, so like I would really like that move thing. So last I read of it, he, he had uh, turned it down. But oh, right. yeah, I think that yeah, I think that'd be a great um, move because yeah, I really like that stuff. A bit like uh, the rounds I've got where the defense is Phillips, isn't it? He's yeah. That he is basically a defensive head coach, and yeah, I really like that setup when you can get. Yeah, it's like just two head coaches, isn't it, basically? Yeah, don't bring in a head coach that's a de- defensive minded head coach and make him run the offense or the opposite way around, because, I mean, it's just not what they do, is it? And Yeah, it doesn't work. It just makes so much sense to me to have that kind of setup, and yeah, Fanjo runs the defense and that side of the ball. Yeah. And, and yeah, Kubiak runs the offense. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it makes so much sense, and I don't know why more teams don't do it that way. But no, yeah, that's, that's a very good point. The Browns, Freddie Kitchens has uh, been promoted to full-time head coach. Lots of good reports about him. He's been around the game for a long time in a lot of different roles, and Baker Mayfield seems to like him. And they had a good kind of good rapport second half of the season, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think this was another good hire. It's totally yeah, Greg Williams out the building as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think it'd be the biggest shocker if um, Kitchens is fired in a, a year or two, but <laughs> I think I think it's a, it's the move you had to make because I think you've got to go with what is good for Mayfield. Yeah, and he obviously likes Kitchens, and then I think you've got to go. Yeah, I think it's just a really good move because yeah, I think it's just yeah, I think it's just the right move because you've got to get your whole target for this hire had to be trying to get the best out of Mayfield and. I mean, that, that's what this will do. I mean, this is obviously going to come back and bite us on the ass, but they've hired a, a good offensive mind for the head coach. They've hired Todd Monken, who was the Buccaneers OC, um, who's now going to kind of help running that offense. That's two great offensive uh, people there to help Mayfield. And Steve Wilkes is a good 
defensive-minded guy. He was a good DC before. The Cardinals thing was never going to work. Um, and they've hired him as their defensive coordinator. So all change for them. But I think good good hires at every position. Yeah, I think so. You'd say... I said, don't get me wrong. I still, I don't think it's sort of like a slam dunk that kitchen is going to work out. But I think it's the high, the sort of hire they had to make or needed to make. And yeah, I really expect them to do something stupid and hire Williams. It's so, good that they didn't go the Mike McCarthy, Greg Williams route. Go, yeah. go with this younger guy that's going to connect more. With, I mean, he's forty-five, but he's, he's kind of definitely more in line with Baker Mayfield than Greg Williams was. Yeah, and like I know um, Hugh Jackson took all the brunt of like the change and the improvements but I think Todd Haley got away with a lot there I think he's yeah. uh, a lucky boy his reputation hasn't really seemed to be no, he's coming out unscathed of... almost isn't he yeah when I mean they went away from his offence and all of a sudden the whole thing was <laughs> like a hundred times better and I think that was all put on Hugh Jackson just because just because it's Hugh but yeah. I think uh, Haley come out of this sort of better than he deserved to yeah um, down in Tampa, Bruce Arians is back. It's on a four-year deal. I can't see a way he's finishing a four-year deal, especially with his health concerns he's had previously. Um, and he's going to be head coach for Jameis Winston, which is going to cause some heart issues, I would imagine. Um, but he's back in Tampa. It's a good... I, I like the fit with their offence. Yeah, I, I think so, because he did some good work with um, Andrew Luck, didn't he, early in his career. And I, I've always felt like Winston is a bit of a sort of... Andrew Luck light. I think he's Luck's got a turnover in him, hasn't he? But I think yeah. he can rally back and win these games. And I think Winston can do similar. And I feel like if any coach is going to get out of him, then Arians is sort of right up there in that list of coaches that could. So yeah, I like this hire. I'm, yeah. not, so I'm not not sure it's going to work out, but I think it's a good a good move to. I think you find out whether Jameis is the one for you or not. And mm. yeah, I, I like it. I like the move. Yeah, they've also brought in uh, Byron Leftwich as the OC. I mean, he didn't really do much as the Cardinals OC, but that team was doomed. I think no yeah. matter who was in charge. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can really judge anyone too much on that Cardinals team because, I mean, other than the GM maybe because that team were just had no talent really, did they? No, not at all. <laughs> and then finally, the Cardinals have brought in Cliff Kingsbury. Now, I've known nothing about this guy. Uh, he's obviously a coach from Texas Tech, I think it was. Um, yeah, well, he, he got fired there and then got hired as the USC offensive coordinator. Yeah. And I think he was there for like a month and then got the job. But, I mean... 39 years old. Yeah, I he guess... an air raid offense, so... I mean, I guess, I, I guess they're going for that young... Sort of offensive mind, but who knows? I think this is a bit of a wild card. Yeah, and I mean, last year I liked Rosen, but I don't think he's got that high of a ceiling. I think he's a good, solid quarterback, but I don't think Mm. he's. I don't think he's not the one I'd be backing out of last year's class. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's a it's an odd kind of position to move into that Cardinals team because it just needs players at every position and. Yeah, they've got a quarterback, but is he going to be the quarterback uh, in a couple of years' time? It's a it's a weird one, but we'll see. There's still one position out there, and the Bengals are seemingly doing absolutely nothing about it, are they? No. They're... <laughs> are they just destined to hire Mike McCarthy because there's the only real head coach left available? Well, aren't they going for the um, like Rams QB coach who's like never, ever called plays? Oh, yeah, and... <laughs> Zach Taylor bloke. Yeah, yeah that's it. I can't think of his name. Yeah, they. Uh, I think they go for him, aren't they? And, they're, I mean... they're such a weird team in the Bengals. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, I don't know what they're... <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like anyone who's even like been in the same room as um, Sean McVay is going to get hired. Yeah, basically, so, yeah. His coaching tree is going to be bigger than anyone in the like, yeah. two seasons' time. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, I think teams are... There's going to be some bad hires coming up because teams are just looking for that their own their McVay, aren't they? And yeah, I mean, I'd, in some ways, I'd rather teams did that a bit of a riskier pick, but they're going for your sort of same old head coaches that are going to be fired in a couple of years. But yeah, it's better than bringing Jeff Fisher back or anyone like that. Yeah, to... yeah, you might as well take a chance. But yeah, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. And then the Dolphins have gone for um, Brian Flores, haven't they, from the Patriots? Have they? I've not even. Oh yeah, I forgot all about the Dolphins. Don't you? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Is that confirmed? I, I, or? I don't think. I don't think it's confirmed, but I think it's one of them. All the sort of people that um, would know have tweeted about it or whatever, or put it out there. So right. I, I think it's one of them that's all but done. He's <laughs> you got know, some like work to do as well because that is a roster yeah. that's devoid of talent at a lot of positions. Yeah, and I mean another one. He hasn't. He hasn't what has he done. Yeah, he's. Is he a one-year I mean, defensive coordinator? I'm not even 100% sure they've called him defensive coordinator. <laughs> they. I think he's a defensive play caller or something like them sort of lines. He's not even coordinator. I think uh, Belichick's actually co- like yeah. coordinator. It's uh, yeah, it's a weird one, but I don't know. He's been he was one that was talked about as could take over from Belichick eventually. So there's oh, obviously okay. people out there that uh, do rate him highly, and yeah, yeah it seems like the Dolphins are going to go for him. Okay, fair enough. We'll see. It's weird in the weird in the East. The two highs have come from. Other teams in the East, haven't they? It's, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I've, I've, I've completely, I honestly completely forgot the Dolphins needed a head coach. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy to forget the Dolphins. Yeah, it? I forgot sorry, for sorry, most Dolphins, of this season. But... I've still yeah. not got one highlight of their, their year apart from the first game of the season, which got delayed for six hours. Yeah, that was nothing to do with actual plays. <laughs> it, uh... no, it was weather. Yeah, the so... highlight of my Dolphins season is a thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that was the case for most of their fans as well. So <laughs> there we go. Then that is uh, that's, that's our podcast done. We shall return next week with a championship game recap and a Super Bowl. Actually, no. Pro Should Bowl. we do a Pro Bowl preview, Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Massive Pro Bowl preview. <laughs> Forty-five minutes on the Pro Bowl next week. Yeah, look forward to that, guys. It's going to be a long one. Yeah, we might tweet out. Uh, some questions uh, a little bit earlier in the week just to get some content for next week's show I think yeah I, 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 I think we might need it because who cares yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry Pro Bowl I yeah I mean if it, I think players can't be asked to turn up we're not going to talk about it yeah I mean even the skills bit in the week some of it's quite entertaining but I feel like they do a bad job of actually executing it because yeah, it could be quite fun but... how the NBA the NBA's like, all star weekend is really fun yeah, it's uh, the Super Bowls are just the the Pro Bowls just slightly depressing. Yeah, it's 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 not fun, is it? <laughs> like, it can't be that long until that game's gone, is it? And it's just uh, like like the All Pro where it's just a uh, like a title sort of thing, like you've been named to the Pro Bowl. Just change it. Just make the worst two teams have a one-off game for the number one pick. Just do not yeah, it's, put something on the line. Yeah, it's a uh, yes. It's just a waste of a week, isn't it? Like I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a Pro Bowl game. No, I don't think I ever watched one. To be honest, I've seen highlights yeah. of d- defenders not really doing anything and stood around. But I feel I feel like when I first got into NFL, I, I watched them because it's like you just watch everything, don't you? So, yeah. And any game's on, I'm watching it. But yeah, it's, it's a bit. It's almost a bit like the draft these days, where I'm a lot happier to just wake up and just 
see who's been picked rather than sit there through the coverage because I mean, for the draft I watch the first 10 picks and I'll go to bed because yeah. it, there is never any points then up for the Seahawks first round pick because we trade away <laughs> every year always yeah it's similar with the Patriots we, we don't often do a lot with it we're not going to be trading up too often and things like that it's uh yeah, you sort of know he's going to come and go without too much drama. We're going to hire, we're going to pick someone quite uninteresting on the whole. Yeah, I know what we can do next week. We can preview uh, Maroon Five and their halftime show. We can uh, talk oh. at length about our favourite Maroon Five songs. <laughs> I mean, it's their first one that I can't think of. What it's called. Okay. And they're also going to harder go to breathe that one. Travis Scott and Big Boy, who I've no idea who those people are. So Big Boy's from Outcast. Ah, uh, so. okay, I know him. The least talented <laughs> yeah. of the two guys from Outcast. Then. Wow. <laughs> Hot takes here on the uh, <laughs> podcast. Slammed. <laughs> there we go then. So you can find us on social media where, Dave? Um, so on Facebook, we're just a first and ten. And then uh, on Twitter, we're at first and ten underscore. There you go. Let and, us know uh, your favourite Maroon 5 tracks. Yeah, we've still got the competition running for another couple of weeks. And I mean, we haven't actually had another review on iTunes. So, I mean, if you if oh, you want the best chance of winning your competition, then iTunes is a, is a go-to one. Yeah, all we need. Basically, one review. If you're the one person to review us between now and Super Bowl weekend, you will win a, a, a beanie hat. And you don't even have to say much. You don't actually have to. Just it doesn't even have to be. A, yeah, it doesn't even need to be a coherent sentence. <laughs> just just write a few random words and that'll do us. Yeah, just a collection of words will be perfect, yeah. and you will win yourself a hat. I mean, I might review it again just to get myself a hat. <laughs> and I was freezing it. I was out on yesterday morning. It was absolutely freezing. I could have done yeah. more of the hats. There's a cold snap coming. Snow is due for next week. So yeah. come on. It might last until after Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. But there you go. Follow us on those social medias. Give us a like on iTunes. Just search first and ten. If you get us from there, you know where already. You can do it on your phone. It takes literally two minutes while the podcast is downloading. Leave us a rating and a review. If you get us from Spotify or from our uh, hosting site, which is uh, Podomatic, then let us know where we get us from. Let us know where you listen to us. It's uh, it's good to know. Keep an eye on our social medias. We will tweet out um, a a post about questions for next week's pod because we we probably going to struggle to fill it unless there's two superb championship games which there could be hopefully could be. hopefully I mean I would I, so far. I wouldn't be that unhappy if it's a really boring Patriots win another but, 45 uh, 22 wins yeah I'll take that <laughs> I'm sure you will uh, so until next week then it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Dave bye we'll see you next week <laughs>